Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Welcome back. It's been a brief hiatus, if you will. It's been merely a week since we've had our last episode, and a lot has happened with the NBA. So I'm excited to welcome you guys back and to be back with you, basketball card collectors, investors, Discord chatters, uh, snipers that wait for the eBay deals, card dealers, and sharks. I don't know what you do. I just know I'm glad you're listening to our show. I'm so glad you tuned in. Our uh, goal from the beginning here at Hoops and Cards, which started three years ago. Wait a minute. Two years ago. We're celebrating our second uh, birthday going into year three here with uh, with Hoops and Cards. So I'm Gary, your host, and great to welcome you back. The NBA. Guys, uh, there's a lot going on. And... Uh, Actually, this is an episode. I, I have this tendency to sometimes record myself talking about basketball or do a, a first take of a show like this, and then I'll listen to it, or then a couple of days will go by, and I'm like, I just got to delete that. And I'm actually, this is like episode take three, uh, where I wanted to talk about injuries. I wanted to pick your brain a little bit, love your feedback, at hoops and cards on Instagram. What do you do when a player you've invested in, a, a GOAT? A superstar, somebody that you know has long-term value, but they get injured. LeBron James, LaMelo Ball, Cade Cunningham. Like there are a number of guys that just went down. In fact, didn't Kevin Durant just slip on the court during warmups last night and miss the Suns game? Uh, this happens. This happens. And as a lot of you know, uh, this is a podcast from Akron, Ohio. I'm a LeBron James fan and collector. And so when he got injured, there's there's the card question. There's also the playoffs for the Lakers question, although they're still playing tough. They're still playing really well. What do you do when a player you've invested in goes out with injury? Or then there was another layer added to, to this conversation since the last time I recorded it. What if a player goes on Instagram and is uh, – showing off a gun and is suspended for four games or whatever John Morant is out for. That is not good for his card market value. And at the same time, they did announce when he's coming back uh, here in a few games. So some of you have asked me those questions. You've sent me those names. You've said, hey, what about LaMelo Ball? Or should I sell John Morant? What do you do with LeBron James? And I would go back to a few things I know to be true. In each case, all right, for each one of those players right now is entering the peak of basketball season, playoffs, playoff countdown, jockeying for playoff position and home court advantage. The Knicks have to be one of the surprises of the season. Can't believe the play of Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly, Mitchell Robinson, Josh Hart, RJ Barrett, the Knicks. They're fun to watch. And uh, we're in this important season where a lot of people are buying basketball cards. In fact, I don't know if you saw the game about, I don't know, seven or eight days ago, Emmanuel quickly got a start because Brunson was out. And I think he had 38 points, uh, close to a triple-double, ironically. Emmanuel quickly. And here at Hoops and Cards, we love players like that who 
aren't yet starting. They're not yet superstars, but they show off when they get the chance. They score a lot of points. They have the ball and uh, they're fun to watch. So Emmanuel quickly is a player that I have bought some cards in found in the dollar box or the $2 box or the $5 box at card shows. Uh, but I, just out of curiosity, you guys, when he had that huge night, I went on eBay just to, just to see how awake and alert the basketball card market was reacting to this, this game. And uh, let me just give you some encouragement. The basketball card market is alive and well and ready to respond, whether it's Damian Lillard dropping 60 again tonight. I don't know if they play. Portland plays every night, it seems like. Uh, or Donovan Mitchell going for 71. Or a player like Cam Thomas. You know, this season has shown us once again that players that pop, there, there is going to be a quick response. But let me address the injuries, because this is the opposite of pop. This is the opposite of performance and good reaction when Lamelo ball went down and it was declared he was out for the season charlotte fans maybe you want victor Wembanyama. of course you do Lamelo ball though we'd evaluate his card market and say all right he wasn't he probably wasn't going to the playoffs anyway you know charlotte's not in the top eight or ten or twelve <clears throat> so he was not looking forward to a rise in card value and popularity in april and he was definitely looking forward to an off-season slump. The card basketball card market goes down starting in late June and continues to slump all the way until December. So there were going to be some buying opportunities for LaMelo and LeBron and Cade anyway, right? But with LaMelo Ball, is it a buying opportunity right now with him being injured? I would say no. I would say it might be a selling opportunity if you set the standards, if you set your goals as a seller, when you list it on eBay or when you sell to a friend or use it as trade bait, you have to make sure that you're at least getting recent comps or what you want to get out of the card. Sometimes I have to forget what I actually paid for it. Now that the market's down a little bit, I have to think, what can I do if I get that money? Can I buy something better? Can I get off that elevator that's going down and get on that elevator that's going up? You with me? So if the LaMelo elevator or the LeBron elevator or the Kate elevator is going down, but there's other dudes going up. Kevin Durant. Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic. There are players that I'm so excited to see in May and in June this year. There's going to be some awesome playoff series, you guys. I cannot wait. So I will be looking to sell some of my guys who aren't playoff bound. Now, LeBron, uh, in fact, LeBron is a card or a player that I collect, invest in, that I like to have a variety of his cards, and they're on display around my, uh, my office, my man cave, as you call it. So I, I don't really have the, the need to sell any of his cards right now. It's just, uh, uh, you know, if he comes back and if the Lakers make the playoffs, then maybe there will be a bump that I want to sell on. But right now, I'm a hold. I'm a hold on a lot of these guys. Now, John Morant, that's a different thing. In fact, going into this season, I had Ja ranked number one. Number one in the NBA. Current players as an investment opportunity, short and long-term, because Memphis is a great team. With or without Ja, they're going to be a force in the playoffs. But with Ja, 
they're contenders not only for top ratings and exciting highlights on SportsCenter, but for the number one seed in the uh, Western Conference. Excuse me. I just get choked up when I talk about the Grizzlies, Memphis, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., all the dudes, Zaire Williams, all of them except Dylan Brooks. I, I like all those guys, Stephen Adams. But with John Morant, are we seeing a character concern? Are we seeing deeper life issues? That's been the conversation the last seven days in the NBA, and that definitely affects what I do with Ja Morant's cards. Now, I have one Ja Morant rookie, a PSA 10 prism that I like, that I wanted to keep long-term, and uh, at least for now, I'm keeping it. But when the news broke and when some of his card prices started to drop, I was glad I hadn't invested a ton of money in Ja Morant. In fact, all of these injuries to key players has me thinking, as a card collector and investor, you might not want to go all in and put all of your money or all your card value in on one player alone, right? You want to have five to 10 players. And with those players, have several different cards of theirs. Maybe you're an NBA fan like me, and you've got a stack of 10 to 15 guys that you're like, for different reasons, I'm collecting or I'm buying in gradually. I'm getting out of dollar boxes and looking at guys that uh, I think have a bright future or collecting guys on my favorite team like the Cavaliers. It's good to diversify. It is good to diversify. As a collector, you're, you're chasing these cards for something more than just potential profit or more than just money. So as a collector, I would say, Go for your teams. Go for players that, you know, if, if one guy from the Cavs gets injured and his values are hurting um, or there's bad news about him and, and all of a sudden his card market drops, I've at least gone in with the whole team. Some of you guys doing fantasy basketball, in fact, on our Discord, the Discord channel, Ad Hoops and Cards, message me on Instagram. Guys, if you're not in the Discord, that's a great place to share ideas, give feedback, celebrate your wins. Talk about cards that you uh, you pulled. Talk about deals you made. I love it. Love learning from all of you guys. So thank you for participating. If you want to join the Discord, it's absolutely free. It's just a great way to connect. Message me on Instagram at Hoops and Cards, <laughs> at Hoops and Cards, or you can email me, Gary at HoopsandCards.com. Gary at HoopsandCards.com if you still use email, right? Go for it. Go for it. We'd love to have you in this conversation how have you diversified? Because injuries, bad news, holdouts, uh, trades, sometimes guys don't know where they're going to fit in again. And, and then even if a guy, maybe he's out for a little while because of a trade or because of an injury, returning to a new lineup, there's not always this smooth transition or this scheduled transition. Like I had a couple of my favorite players that I invest in or collect in just for the fun of it, but also they've been profitable for me. They've all had injuries this season. Fortunately, they were injuries in like November and December, and they're past those. So I'm talking about Desmond Bain, Darius Garland, and Tyrese Maxey. I don't know what's keeping Anthony Simons out right now, but he's he's on the uh, struggle bus. Those guys all had to gradually return from injury, and Tyrese Maxey even, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a demotion, he, he ran the second unit for the Sixers for a while and just was not himself. I don't know if that uh, 
vote of confidence about being a starter makes such a difference, but they moved him back to the starting lineup five games ago. Tyrese Maxey is averaging about 27 points a game back in the starting lineup. So the Sixers look really good. And so does my stack of 150 Tyrese Maxey rookie cards that I I was buying up the last two summers. Uh, But I had to get through it. One of the things I I try to do, and some of you guys have said, hey, this is a good, a good way to do it, is not to react too quickly. No, no pun with Emmanuel. Not to react too quickly, right? To know about a player, his trends, his career, where he's going. And so if he has one bit of bad news, you're not phased by that, right? Depending on how severe it is. If he has one bit of great news and just goes crazy for a night or Kim Thomas for three days, like you might be like taking notes of that. You might want to take a flyer knowing it's a risk, but at the same time, uh, we're investing these cards, guys, these are real people. <laughs> we're investing in real people and players and teams that have plans for them. Teams that have potential this season to make the playoffs. When the Brooklyn Nets made that big deal, getting rid of Kevin Durant and uh, Cam Thomas had a couple of just explosive games. I was, as a guy who likes prospects, like I was excited about him. But in thinking about the trade overall and where the Nets are going, you had to love the addition of Michael Bridges, Mikhail Bridges, uh, how, whatever you want to call him. And just don't call him late for dinner. Mikhail Bridges is a great all-around player. And his arrival, has, and Spencer Dinwiddie's too, sent Cam Thomas back to the bench. Why? Because Cam's a young player who needs to learn a lot before he's trusted on the court as a defender, as a passer, as a leader. He's got some growing up to do. He can score. No, no question about that. That's why I'd say he's worth a, um, a risk as a prospect, as a guess that I think has a lot of potential. But Bridges, Cam Johnson, those two young studs, who didn't play starring roles in Phoenix. I mean, Bridges was great, but he was like, what, fourth option on offense? Now he's the man in Brooklyn. He's playing outstanding basketball. And yeah, I'm starting to look at his cards, especially if Brooklyn makes the playoffs. I like Bridges a lot. I do. Uh, we are looking for guys that maybe during, during a pop or during a transition, they step up into new roles. Like, yeah, John Morant is out. But guess who's stepping up in his place quite frequently? It's Tyus Jones. Or it's a little bit more Desmond Bain or a little bit more Jaron Jackson. And these moments, while frustrating for the Grizz, the Grizzlies, they are um, they're helpful for the depth of their team to develop. And they also give us a chance to see other players shine. Jalen Brunson, sorry he was out. But quickly, dude, quickly should be nobody's backup. The question with quickly and some of these players is, will they ever get the chance to be a star. That's when you see their card values really take off. When they become the number one or number two guy on a team's offense that's going to the playoffs, like Jalen Brunson, he it happened right in front of our eyes, guys. The last 12 months, Jalen Brunson became that. He is him, whatever, whatever that means. You know, these guys like make a dunk and I'm, like, I'm him, I'm him. Like, I, I, I can tell you're him. Like, okay, uh, it's just a funny thing to say, but uh yeah, Jalen Brunson is is a guy that just did what I'm telling you about. A player who is all kinds of potential, all kinds of scorer, just needs the ball in his hands, just needs a team to trust him. Jalen Brunson got that 
this past season with the Knicks. And now look at him the last 10 games, he's averaging close to 30. What if Emmanuel quickly gets that? What if Bridges now has that in Brooklyn? What about contenders? Everybody talks about the Joker and making everybody else around him better. Don't forget that Jamal Murray is just good. He's flat out good. And he's back, right? He's back. A lot of you haven't seen Denver play live, but uh, Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, huge potential buys maybe going to the playoffs because their card prices are still seem like a bargain to me. So guys, let's take a break. We'll talk more about things to watch as we head towards the playoff push. All right, everybody. So as you know, or would like to be reminded, this year's basketball, Don Russ, 22-23 cards come out this week. For a lot of you, they drop tomorrow. Maybe you've already seen breaks online or watched Pac-Man on YouTube. Watch somebody unveil the newest. I like Don Russ a lot. I like them as a collector because of the history behind the name. I like them because they're affordable. I love a lot of their just their design. The rated rookies thing is always cool to me. I don't know if that's just because it's like uh, a classic and expected. But this year is for me the first version of this year's rookie class that I like and that I'm going to be going after. Uh, I want to give you five thoughts, five strategies, five things, five responses to this new Don Russ basketball card drop. The hobby boxes will have lots of fun things in them, like inserts, numbered cards, net marbles, more autos, different types of parallels and colors of those cards. Guys, this is the rookie class with Paolo, Benedict Matherin, Keegan Murray, Jalen Williams. There's a lot of players that maybe you haven't heard of. Maybe I barely know Jabari Smith Jr. Jr. Jabari. Jabari Smith Jr. There are players that were drafted high and have a ton of potential, but they haven't done anything yet. Chet Holmgren. There are players like Jabari Smith, who's up and down, usually down. And then there's guys like Jalen Williams. Now you have to be careful because Oklahoma City, by the way, they're another fun team to watch. Oklahoma City has two Jalen Williamses. And when I recommend or when I tell you of this year's Donruss rated rookies, I'm really curious to see which rookies will be the most popular for collectors and investors obviously Paolo obviously Benedict but then a lot of people don't really know hey um the Spurs have Malachi Branham who has been starting lately and scoring yeah I know it's just the Spurs but he's good Jalen Williams J-A-L-E-N for OKC is doing all the things. He doesn't play like a rookie. He's playing like a veteran and plays defense and knocks down threes and could be a compliment to SGA and Giddy for a long, long time. 
There are five things I love about this year's Don Russ, actually five strategies. I actually wrote them down, so I'm gonna have to get out my notes. Usually I just I just riff. I've got some ideas, then I talk or I just share stories. But right now I'm going, I'm going to the tape. All right. Step number one or response number one to this new drop, Don Russ basketball cards. I would encourage you if you've never done it to participate in a break, like an online break of a Don Russ hobby box. Make sure it's a hobby box. Make sure you get a good deal and that the breakers have good reviews. Uh, if you don't know about breaking, please go back and listen to or watch our latest episode, most previous episode about breaking the basketball cards 101 episode with Shag Sports Cards. Shout out to my dudes over there in North Canton. Mike, Dave, Anthony, all you guys were so grateful for that education. That's a that's like Cliff's notes on breaking. But yeah, do a Don Russ hobby box break. You might even want to jump in and do one where they're breaking a whole case. And you can pick a team. Pick a team. Obviously, teams like Orlando with Paolo's rookie, they're going to sell a lot higher. But you might want to pick a team with a lesser-known rookie uh, or players that you just love to collect. So participate in a break if you haven't. This would be a good one to do. Make sure it's hobby. Number two, about buying and enjoying this year's Donruss basketball. Advice or word number two would be wait a month before paying today's prices for a lot of these cards. Wait a month. There is often a premium to buying the first week or the second week or the third week. Often a premium to buying before the other, like the next releases of cards come out. The Prism, the Optic, the Select, the Mosaic. There's so many other brands that will come out of these players' rookies. And as those release, every time one is released that people like, the prices and values of previous releases go down a little bit because there's just more of those players, more of those cards on the market. So I would say, that's at least what I'm saying to myself, as much as I like the shiny new toy, as much as I love the Net Marvels things. In fact, that's an advice I'm giving myself. Last year when the when the Donruss hobby boxes dropped, I went online and I'm like, man, I really want to get a LeBron James Net Marvels card. I really want to get that Donovan Mitchell press proof. What are press proofs anyway? Like, what's the point? I don't need proof that they went to press. I have the card in my hand, but press proofs are a little Donruss trick. By the way, last year, they made so many of those stinking cards that the press press proof label in there, I say it enough time, it's going to be like pest poof, pest poof. Press proof, Donruss. Yeah, don't go paying $25 for the brand new LeBron Netmarbles card. Lesson learned over here. That's a free tip from your buddy Gary at Hoops and Cards. Wait a month. Wait six weeks. You can do it. You can, you can last. You, I, I trust you. You are strong. You've got self-control. You don't have to waste all of your money overpaying during the first week. Wait a month. Goes the same for wax and blaster boxes and whatever else. All right. Wait a month. The prices will drop tremendously. Wait two months. Or you could just ignore me. And then six months from now, when you see all the Don Russ cards in the 10 cent box, like except Paolo, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So why overpay now when you could buy some great deals in just a few months? So wait, wait a month. That being said, if you have to have a card, if you have to have your hands on some Don Russ, get a card, like have one card that you want to get that you'd be like, okay, I got one. You might feel like a sense of connection with that set, or you've got a player that you just, I got, I got one. I got the Tyrese Maxey, or I got the LeBron James, or I got the Steph Curry. What's the player that you want 
maybe you want a numbered card or a silver or yeah, press proof. Ooh, you want a autograph card, whatever it is, get one, right? Get one. And you might be able to snipe one, get a good deal on eBay for sure. But get one card or get one box. That's number four. Get a box. I love ripping several boxes every time there's a new basketball season. And Don Russ is one of those. Whereas I would say about hoops, I would say about Don Russ Elite, I'd say about Illusions, I would even say about Chronicles. There's some that I just I just don't buy those boxes anymore. I don't. And if I do, I certainly am not paying the prices of the first or second week. I just, yeah. Yeah, because I the, the odds of you getting an autograph card of a player that's valuable in one of those retail boxes, it's not good. It's not good. But it is a fun experience to open to rip a, a box, be excited, you know, <laughs> celebrate. If you did get lucky, go for it. And then my fifth piece of advice is sort of like for you rippers, you breakers, you people that love to dig into new product. You got a hobby box on order already. Maybe it's, maybe it's there. You're listening to this podcast as you're opening it. Good job. Like that, that's awesome. Here's what I would say to you. Well, lots of things. That's why I do a podcast. I would say to you, <laughs> if you're going to rip, then flip. If you're going to pull cards out right now, that hobby box, I would list, I would put up for sale the ones you don't want to keep immediately. Sell them in a one-day auction on eBay because everybody wants those cards now, like they're the hot new release. So uh, if you open a hobby box day one, day two, day three, the card values are the highest right now because people will be doing all that stuff I said. Like they'll be trying to get, there is a rush into the market. And I'm not saying fools rush in where wise people fear to, you know, I am saying that the people that rush in are, are overpaying for a lot of these cards that will be not worth that much in a month. But if you're going to rip, I'd say go flip, go flip. Even if it's a card you absolutely love, guaranteed you can buy it back in three months for half of what you're selling it for. I'm not guaranteeing it to the point where I'm just going to give you the money if you don't. Um, but I'm, I'm just telling you as someone who's done this now, I, I knew this before, uh, COVID and, and Y2K, not Y2K, the year 2000. Why did I, I was about 2020. That's the year, man. I'm talking a lot. I love that you guys are listening. Thank you so much for listening to hoops and cards. If you're going to rip, then flip. What do you love about the Don Russ cards? What do you love about a new release? What cards are you hoping to pull or hoping to target? Because right now I'm going to wait I'm going to watch a few breaks. I might participate in an online break with Don Russ. It's a great set to have. It's affordable to collect. Go for it. At the same time, when I am when I am buying a card that I want, I get to pick what condition it's in. That's the other thing about these products. Guys, when you when you rip something brand new or you win something in a break, there's no guarantee that it's going to be centered, that it won't have dimples or print lines or scratches or, you know, gnur on it. Like it's going to have stuff on it. You don't know if it's mint. Whereas if I wait and buy a card that I want, that I, sometimes I'll even have this criteria. If I had bought a blaster or a hobby box, what card would I really love to get? And then I'll just go buy that card at, you know, a much discounted rate in June. Those are my words of encouragement, guys. I am excited. I am going to go watch some breaks. I do like the new product. Don Russ is always a hit. So there's that. First of all, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience with us as part of the Basketball Forever Network. My intention, our intention is to put out two episodes a week on Tuesday and Friday. So I'm going to work ahead 
a lot of these episodes I used to record just on the phone as I'm driving, I'd be recording. Now that we're doing YouTube and video and partnering with a network, I want it to be on a regular scheduled, back to our regularly scheduled, like I want to really do that Tuesdays and Fridays. So thank you so much for listening. I am Gary, your host. Enjoy the NBA tonight and uh, there's probably some awesome games on TNT. But hope you have an awesome week. Let me know. Hit me up at Hoops and Cards on Instagram or Gary at HoopsandCards.com. See ya. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Take care now. Bye-bye then.